Seven minutes. We, yeah, we got a few. So, we got a few. So Jelani them. gave one of the most aggressive highs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a high. like these yeah. niggas. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Bro, you did that wave when the kids was trying to sell you chocolate for the basketball team. Because the first topic here. is like, it's, it Fuck might get out of here. You might get that's crazy. What, that's what that is. I'm a little slippery today. Pause. And, uh, you know, I had a little liquor in my system, so my opinions might get crazy. Yo, when that stuff fall over, because you, Yo, you, you see how it's bro, you <laughs> on the edge, like Mufasa Scar on the I edge, can't bro. Move the table back. You can move. Hey, man, oh, it's your yeah. phone. You know what? It's your phone. Yo, yo. <laughs> it's your phone. I wasn't paying attention to that. Hey, bro. Yo, it's his phone. Anyways, Jesus Christ. Yo, 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 you tuning into the Notion Podcast. I'm your host, Dizzy D. Spill, with my co host in the building, Jelani Evans. Farmer Paul, earthquake would knock that right. Bro, it's not going to take much. It's all I got to do is walk past that, and, the, and that phone is falling, bro. <laughs> now, nah, it's an iPhone 11, so it's, it's official. The official what? Because when, when they start officially old, when they start making. It has no protection on it at all. The screens are better now, so they don't. I don't. You yeah, see the, now you see. You, you, bring, you see. Yours is screen. old, bro. Look at the screen. You bring that ancient You'll relic see. in my chambers. <laughs> You'll see no <laughs> iPhone eleven Look, blemishes. You only see up close. That's crazy. That's, uh, that's yeah. That is crazy. How? I know you going old school, like. You, <laughs> hey, I got it. I know you mean technology. I gotta find out. Well, I gave the update to my son, so I could have updated my phone a while ago. The but... dude who ain't acting right. Okay, make it make sense. My bad. All right, yeah. But look, look, nah. I nah. got his phone last year in January. I took it away in like March. Ago in January, he's... but but he's in junior high, and he got so. Okay, I got some advice for the parents I'm out there. I'm trying to figure out. I had look. I got some you advice for you. Communicate with your child. You got to know where the fuck they at. Listen, I have advice. Listen, I helped. I helped. I helped my brother. I helped my older brother in these situations. Okay, I am very good at this. When your child acts up and you need to get a hold of them, flip phone. No, you don't have to do that no more. That's what I was thinking. So look, I took his phone away because I'm just I'm like, damn. It's nicer than mine. He do. I think he got the fourteen. Oh, I think he got the fourteen. But you, can, the the iPhone uh, parental settings now, nigga. You can set who they could talk to at what period of time. You can set the times and schedule. You can schedule what time they phone shut off, shut on. What apps? If you give them a flip phone. You got everything. My thing is, if you give them a flip phone, they got to spend all day on YouTube figuring out how to work it. But guess what? There's no YouTube on the no, flip look, phone, so they got to figure it out. Look, you can set the set. I just set the settings when I left the house. He can only communicate with me. I am a flip phone. <laughs> you know, yeah, but look, but look, you need him to because he's in junior high. I gotta have him be able to have some type of little GPS thing to get to where you understood know, because he catches the bus after school. I, I understand right. that, and it's the season is dark. And the eleven don't do that. The eleven does do that. Oh, okay. Because I would have upgraded my phone and gave him the old one. But like when you started acting right, I would have gave him the first version. He'd have got the first version of the iPhone that got GPS. At at that point, I think I didn't even care. There was like nothing that I, I didn't feel like doing all the switching my phone and all. I didn't really care. Can't you like airdrop and things of that nature? I I, I probably could have. Yeah. If I thought it through. If I thought it through. Yeah. Okay. Just say you didn't think about it. Yeah. yeah, I'm still 
I'm still helping on the flip phone, but I understand. Not Yo, I gotta talk. I gotta talk That's about crazy. the wardrobe, man. Y'all kind of, um, y'all kind of coordinated, like no, he's not. Some, uh, he militant. I'm late. No, 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 <laughs> not, not, not not coordinated together. Not coordinated together. Not coordinated together. I mean, just I'm trying to get this brother to join them. The membership. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about the styles that y'all put together, man. Preaching. I'm like, bro, I <laughs> yeah. come on. Yeah, I, I heard Paul yell. I heard Paul calling somebody a sucker before he walked in here. You jobbed, mother. <laughs> He's like, "What's up?" I was like, well, "What's up?" You got that <laughs> on the black hand okay. side. <laughs> now, my man, he got the. Uh, I talk about it. Talk about what. I mean, uh, the uh, hoodie's fire. Tell them what's going on. No, oh, the, for real. The stable joint? Yeah. Well, no, you know, just some slight. I just threw this on. I really ain't put no thought into it. My man just walked in the closet and walked out like, wow. It's the, yeah. earth, it's the earth shit going on right now. The oh, earth yeah. Time. Show them some slight. Yeah, there you go. The feet. There we go. Yeah, go crazy. Oh, there we go. Yeah, go crazy. You know. What you got, yeah. Poe? Coordinate. Oh, uh, man, you know, these. Black Panther Poe? Doc Martens, man, you know. So you got some Doc Browns or what else? And I'm still doing, and I'm still a vegetarian vegan because this is pleather, not leather. Okay. So we ain't kill no animals to get this. You know what I'm talking about? All right. Yeah. My man Curtis yeah, Mayfield. Yeah, sandwich yesterday. I was listening to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen to this guy. Yeah. I dig it. I dig <laughs> like, it. Like he like, he know, he yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, we got we got to get into it, man. No, no, we no, definitely no, no, got to no, get no, into no, it. No, skip over it. Come what? on, in the champion sweater. I man, actually, they've I seen this before. I actually haven't seen that one before. They've seen I've never I'm, seen a champion sweater with that many, uh, like, Champions. Logos, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, that was fine. That's actually nah, he really the champ. He really is. <laughs> the champ is here. It's I got all the, Honestly, I got all the topics. I like the colorway. I guess it reiterated a couple yeah. different places. You know, champion usually is like big ass hoodie with just that little. Yeah, like, with actually, the little. Yeah, I like, I like that joint. Yeah, yeah that's my little, my little something, something yeah. for the show the for, people for the cold for the cold weather. You know what I mean? You know how they. Of course, you got to have a little ain't, cold beanie man. on this you, shit. You to wear the joints that go with it. I shouldn't be wearing a beanie right now. The way we got shellacked. Nah. See, he don't know. I know. See, I know what's in his closet. Uh, I know what's in his closet. Yeah, I got a couple. Got a couple. Got a couple fire pairs of kicks, man. You know what I'm saying? Nah, he don't know, man. He (laughs) hold on. He find out. How many years has it been, bro? Since that, since that conversation? Probably about four. (laughs) It's probably about four. All right, I'll tell the story. So, so basically, I was joking with one of the homies that you're familiar with about not getting the conquers, right? Oh, and he's like, bro. What year did the Conquers come out? Re, uh, the re-release, like twenty nineteen. Uh, yeah, somewhere around December twenty nineteen. I'm saying twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. Or twenty twenty. No, no, no. No, it was, it was before no. the pandemic. It was, was 19, it? it had to be before the pandemic. Yeah, it was. 19. Cause I remember I had to clean up hair probably for the same price. You're yeah, about. so it might have been eighteen. Twenty nineteen. I don't know. It could have been, but I, 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 I told him I was like, man, I didn't get him when I really did. Right. Right. Cause me and the wife got him, right. and he was like, "Dang, man, that's too bad. You don't want to get on like Stock X or this, that, and the other." I was yeah. like, "Nah, I'll just take the L, right?" right. So I'm at work. He sent me a text message with the kick sitting on the box, and it's like, <laughs> so I was like, I was like, gonna get him, I was like, so that's how you. I said, that's how you doing? He's like, "Bro, I'm just trying to motivate you, man, just right. to get him right." And I was just like, "Right, all right." And so I went in, mind you, before this moment, were you? As much of a sneakerhead as you are now, I've always liked the shoes, but not willing to pay right. the money right. that was required for them. Right. Gotcha. So then I started being like, you know what? Fuck it. 
Yeah. So then I started <laughs> I started copping like crazy. But I'm only sending you He's sending me pictures of every shoe he's copying. And I'm like, I'm sending them you I'm sending them to you and I'm like, yo. He copied got the heat. heat. I got these. Hey, what you think about these? And he's like, bruh. And, and I, the, the whole, the, the one of the motivations was. It was like he, he basically. It was, man was, he like was talking it was, crazy. It felt like it was a flex. Like, I'm just trying to motivate you. Like, my shoes. He, he didn't know your paper was like Like, like my that. shoes was like. <laughs> Like you know, when you know you feel bad for somebody, and it's like, man, I'm just trying to see the better version of you. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But then you show up to an event or a show or yeah. a party or something. You have something on your feet. Yeah. So I'm showing up, right? But you got to remember because we we got shut down for a minute. I haven't been able to show up, but I haven't stopped showing up. Bro, <laughs> you mind you, saying? imagine. I'm well, still trying to find a race. 2018. It was 2018. 2018. So 2018 from 2018. <laughs> Till about 2021, he's, 2022. He's showing me everything he's copping, but he, your man don't know that he's got this. Yeah. So imagine your boy that's like, maybe not the sneakerhead as much as you are, and you just trying to like kind of flex, but fake motivate, and you don't know he's in his closet right now. You motivated him to get everything he needed to get. So Yeah, now, I brought work, housework home. I got all kinds of inventory at that point. His closet is not comparing to what his closet is right now. So yeah. when he step out and he put his feet out one day and just stretch him out and the shoes laces are tied. <laughs> oh, I started <laughs> copying in every way. I copped the the custom the custom uh was it the twelves? Yeah. The custom twelves you did? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in the midst of all of that. I said, Ain't nobody got these. Yeah. So he just, he just kept showing me sending me text messages just showing me like, Hey, look, this is what I got. I'm but, like, bro. Co part about it is like I put them up on a couple pair of kicks. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, you should get these. I sent them a leak for something. Like, yeah, you need these in your closet. Yeah. Like, I'm actually finna cop these. He's like, work? <laughs> Show up with them. <laughs> Me too. Is that right? <laughs> exactly. It's good. I ain't, I ain't tripping, you know. Exactly. My closet's stupid. Yeah. I was like, all right, I see what's going on. So, yeah, now it's just, a, now it's just, that was just all, it's, it's just a it's matter of meeting deep? up. Easy. Yeah. I'm not there at all. I probably got, Maybe 15. You can't count your Crocs. <laughs> Damn, five. Those were, <laughs> those were borrowed, and those, I have not put my feet in those since 2020. I learned my lesson. <laughs> that was a lesson. I will not put my feet in those again. I got to you know the Joe Button editions. You got to get those. Who got to get because those? the bottoms, they're all terrain. They all. Who are you running from? <laughs> who are you running from Joe, were you <laughs> Joe got in a scuffle when the, in the uh, what oh, terrain they're Uggs my bad Uggs, Uggs. do you feel cracks are appropriated like he was in a club terrain. there was there was liquor on the floor and he said he he did his thing imagine so I mean at that point he just said he don't care so fully screech protection well they've been <laughs> full screech protection <laughs> <laughs> like think about that You just don't care You just Not Crocs My bad They're, Those were Uggs And I oh, would okay. not put my feet in those Okay I'm not wearing no Uggs Yeah not doing that I mean alright That's not true The low cut ones You seen them You talking about Uggs house shoes Cause I had yeah, a pair Those, those Have you bottoms, seen uh, The bottoms look crazy Yeah Frank Cooker No You see y'all not familiar with him He's a uh, He's a designer He's crazy He's the main uh, Reason behind 
Jordan Energy. You remember like back in the day that Jordan NRG. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, he's, he's the mastermind behind that. You okay. And so um, he left from Jordan brand, became like a free agent. He's done a lot of different collabs with a lot of different uh, companies, not just sneaker companies, but a lot of different companies just in general. But uh, most recently, he did a collab with uh, Sakoni or Sakoni, however you pronounce it, which was pretty dope. Okay. And then he just did a... Um, a collab with Uggs and uh, those are pretty dope. I would actually like those are those are fresh. Those are stylish. I would I, I would rock. Are they pretty I like pricey? I like that the running and walking shoe uh, companies are coming back. With, with I, some I don't yeah. Know, I, don't, I don't know what the numbers are on those. You know what I'm saying? I'll be honest. It's kind of weird because we're in a we're in a space where certain a lot more shoes are getting easy access because the resellers are feeling they feeling the heat. But then at the same time, there's some stuff that's just keeping us equity. Well, it just it's just. Uh, it all depends on how you look at everything as far as the shoot game as a whole. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, at this point, um, with the economy being the way it is, inflation and everything, people are a little more strategic with what they purchase and they're holding on to their money because mm-hmm. they don't just have a lot of disposable income. So then that in itself will kill out the resellers because they're buying in bulk and they're not able to move it to, you know what I'm saying, re-up yeah. the way that they would like to. Mm-hmm. Not just that, um, the sneaker game is, like, it's crowded. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like they flooded the market with so many different kicks, and all the brands have done this to a point where it's just like, eh. And then when you look at like uh, Jordan brand specifically, there's only so many ways you can make a color scheme or remake a shoe, and they're releasing the same models. Right. They don't really have anything new or innovative, so uh-huh. to speak. And while they are recycling designs, you have companies like uh Sakoni, New Balance, Adidas, um, new materials, new shoes, wow. you know what I'm saying, new silhouettes. Um, they are doing the better collaborations because they're giving the people, the designer that they're collaborating with, um, full control to execute the way that they see fit to tell a story. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. A lot of these companies, their collaborators, the designers, they are telling stories with the shoes. With Jordan, you're not really getting a story not anymore. You're just getting a color. A, a, a collab with mm-hmm. oh such and such they dropping fives and I'm like so what's the meaning behind them there really is no it's just it's and you have, just more like a money grab than anything it's and you have like our generation older millennials that are kind of diverging to the the older brands that are starting to come back out and kind of tailor their style of how they want to dress like you know what I'm over that phase I got a couple things that I like from back then but I'm gonna go this route and I'm gonna switch this up and I'm gonna, I'm gonna start dressing like this and there's a couple reasons for that as well um, Jordan and Nike overall the quality has has diminished mm-hmm. while other companies have up their quality their materials and then at the sure. end of the day Jordan and Nike is a majority basketball company right so a lot of shoes are bulky Mm-hmm. As you get older, you want to dress sleeker, you know, more slimmer, yep. you know what I'm saying, a different type of style, as you said. And so with that being said, you look to the running shoes that are smaller, more sleeker, more compact, more comfortable. Yep. Because yep. I'm, so, I'm a blazer guy. But them things, blazers they, and flats for me are, I, the blazers for me are, they're the Although they're flat, they aren't like uh, Chuck Taylors for me. Like they don't. No, nah, they're, the they're not Chuck. They're not Chuck flat. But mm-hmm. so I have a two. <laughs> I, have, I got a two-fold question. The impact has there been an impact on the uh, the sneaker community in regards to maybe uh, consumers who are okay with 
the more vintage or I guess more distressed mm. shoes. Cause like the area that I'm in, I like the like a lot of stuff I like to wear during this time of the year is like workwear stuff. And so I don't really mind my shoes being a little dirty. And uh, not the dirty like the new dirty, like the Air Force One dirty, but uh-huh. like more of like worn. Well, see, it, it's 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 kind of crazy because the younger generation is into vintage all the way across the board, right? For sure. That's okay. wh- that's why when you think about like um, vintage clothing and, and yeah, and, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Even down Thrifting, to like the way they take their photos, it's all that vintage, vintage look. Yeah, yeah. They're, like they're going back to that. So um, the worn, distressed look as far as shoes go is definitely something that the younger generation is really into and driving. They're the driving force behind that. Um, some of the older sneakerheads, uh, collectors, enthusiasts, however you want to um, address them, they're also into something of the vintage look, but they don't really, I mean, for them, it's just, it's just old. Right. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't really, it doesn't have the same effect for the younger generation where it's like they're trying to take relive it back. some shit. Yeah, take it back. Not even really because they've never been there. Shit but take it back to a different, you know what I'm saying? Whereas for the older, we like, yo, this is just how I rock. Right, mm-hmm. right. And so, but yeah, a lot of the worn, distressed vintage look as far as kicks go, um, I've seen more 85 Jordan 1s, especially from older individuals in the last few years than I think I ever have. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't get no more vintage than, than that. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, And it's just about, if anything, they're getting the souls re-glue type thing they're they're not repainting them so they still look old or worn there's like paint chipping around the heel and and they're fine with that because it shows the age in some instances that's more respectable having those kicks go that far back that are still wearable and you know what i'm saying maintained and the clothing like if you're gonna have if you're gonna be wearing vintage clothing that looks a little worn it kind of throws the whole outfit off a little bit if your clothes if your shoes are too clean yeah yeah like you you know it is yeah. hard for us in the nine coming up in the 90s yeah clean being clean was part of the yeah yeah it, had, it was part of the attire so, yeah. but that's why Didn't some of the younger generation is into that and the older older old heads you go old heads like we like yo kicks gotta be clean the laces gotta be clean because right. that's how we came up yeah that's what we were into you know right. what I'm saying like they've even started doing this thing where they have like a ways you can yellow your soles and you know what I'm saying like make your new shoes look old wow yeah it's kind of crazy but hey to each day on everybody got their own style man you like it I love it live it up gangster (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying because everybody has their own style yeah for, for everybody sure everybody interprets fashion differently for right. sure you know what I'm saying I don't agree with everybody's interpretation but again T you stay on you know yeah. what I'm saying I dig that let's get into it man Cameron versus Melissa Ford as far as in the comments that she made or alluding to based off of a story that him and Mace was telling when they were teenagers. I mean, uh, tell your audience what we're talking about. That's, I mean, like, basically, uh, who's Melissa Ford? First, Melissa Ford is a video vixen from back when we were young, when we were young bulls. All right. And for sure, that's all I know about her as far as in what she's done in the entertainment world. Didn't she didn't she write a book, a tell all book or she something like wrote, that? She wrote a book. She's been in the industry for a while. She is. Uh, she's actually Canadian. Mm-hmm. She's been uh, one of the. She was probably like one of the top video vixens besides. Uh, 
besides I would say it was her, Vita Buffy Guerrera, the Buffy the Buffy, Buffy the Body, and a couple other names I can't yeah, think of right yeah, now. Yeah. Definitely yeah. one of the top ones. Uh, she's been on Joe. She had a podcast previously. I think a couple that she was on previously. She was a co-host on one, and I think she hosted another herself. Okay. Um, and then she's recently in the last year and a half or so been on the Joe Budden podcast as one of the co-hosts. You, you know, it's like, I've been wondering this because I seen like she was giving tips about this and she said something and it was like front of podcast and everything. And my whole question honestly was like, what's her validity? I, <clears throat> what's her validity or is, what is her reasoning for being on the show? Like, like, yeah, like what, what? What weight does she hold in a sense? Uh, I believe, I think for me that being on the show, um, the weight that she holds, and not even being on the show, the weight that she holds is just her experience being in the industry for so many years in a different perspective. But the industry industry has changed immensely. Like, I'm, yeah, for sure. In a lot of ways, I mean, like, but you, you want to get a wash. I, I, mm, I, I agree, in my opinion. I think she. I don't know if she's washed. I wouldn't say washed. I wouldn't agree with washed. I definitely believe her time has come as far as like the video vixen era and and like that whole thing. I think I think that's why she's washed because if she's no longer an asset in a industry that she was hyper focused on, so she now is. she's now she's pivoting. Now, because because we know who she is. But washed would mean like if you if you still had video vixens are no are no longer here. That's a thing of the past, right? Right. So most videos that we see of a woman in, I don't in, see any videos. If, if we see a video, is nobody cares little, about who the girl is in the video. Whoever is his partner, her female, he know that's in the video. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say she's washed because video vixens are not like part of the whole culture as anymore. So it's not like she's like not being sought after. Her position in the industry is um, is she's obsolete. Still a, she's still bad though. I mean, but and that, but that Melissa Ford. I think that, but I think that she. I think that she may be desirable. I think that she may be desirable to our our inner child from being a teenager. Not because either. if you if you compare her to just IG models, nobody is going to look in her direction. Yeah, she's the almost youth. fifty, but she looked good. Yeah, for yeah. You know, so like, does Angela Bassett. Yeah, for sure. All right, Nia Long. Right. I mean, here's my I thing. Like so, so, so exactly. I so if you put these over Melissa, so if you put these women in a room with Melissa Ford, just is in a different level. That's a different. Yeah, level. if you put her in a room with them, it's, she's not even a conversation. Now, she's not a conversation. I can't do that to M Ford. Yes, I am. I can't do that. To yeah, you know what Ford stands for? Fix or repair daily. Find on road dead as far as in a car. Are you see what I'm saying? It's the Canadian version. Of yeah. Right, so that's what Down I'm saying. On road dead. <laughs> eh? <laughs> nah, y'all can't do that to M Ford, man. I'm going. Listen, I'm with Cameron 100. percent All the all the pressure he applied. Right, let's tell the audience. Let's. Explain so okay, so this is what, what she did. What happened? What happened? I mean, no, 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 no. Not, not even what she did. You gotta go back because Cam was on his show with Mace. Exactly. Yeah, and they were talking that. about you know what I'm saying uh, shenanigans when they were teenagers. Sex back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Back in the days, you know what I'm saying. He said he said with in the 90s, horse. and this yeah. specified it was in 92. Right. And then on the Joe Budden podcast, they were conversing about that conversation right. that was had. Right. And Cameron stated that they was in a whorehouse and, you know, they did some things and whatnot. And then she said, 
who's not to say that there wasn't underage she alluded, she asked the question she she was trying to make a hot take yep and she alluded to the fact that is there she is, she said can who's we not to say that, that there were some there underage were, workers in, in, that, in that environment, totally disregarding the fact that they too were underage and in that everybody environment. Everybody who was on a podcast, we were like, "Whoa, yo, what you wilding? Fuck, That's, are you, you, you tripping?" Yeah. Doing a lot. Tripping. They and said it was disgusting. She kind of doubled down in that. It was she was like, pre- huh? she was she was pressured huh? to apologize to keep it real. And I'm, when I looked at the when I looked at the clips after when they did the episode after, she was pressured to apologize. About what she said. It wasn't like, you know what? I gave it some thought the other night. I looked at some comments and I looked at some commentary. And you know what? I need to recant my statement. I think the pressure to apologize was from the the um, response from everyone else outside. That's of the what podcast, makes it disingenuous. For sure. But the... the yeah, because everyone on the pod was like, "What the fuck are you talking?" About? Right, and then and, and I'm it, sure afterwards there was in depth more and so, more well, conversation. Joe Budden asked her, "Did you want to take the clip out?" She said, "No, leave it. Leave the clip in." After it was said, and so this is the thing, right? Cam got at Joe for that. For that, exactly. Now. As somebody who, like, okay, I own the podcast. I got people on here. I want everybody to feel like they can say what they want to say, and I want to give them that freedom and that right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, uh, you know what I'm saying, limit mm-hmm. anybody on. But after the fact, I'm going to ask you to mm-hmm. double check and make sure that you're cool and you're comfortable with that because there probably could be some backlash or some issues. I feel like that's why he asked her, like, yo, are you sure right. that you want to leave that in there? Right. And she was like, yeah. So then it just like, all right, so you said what you said, you're aware of what you said, and you you stood on that moving mm-hmm. forward. Yep. So all everything that came after that, you you deserve. There's no you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like for when Cam hopped on live and he addressed the issue, say don't want your apology, and he, you know, exposed or you know what I'm saying, gave some information about your history. I mean like yeah, because the first the first response yeah, that I had right. on the show was very respectful. It was a very understood and uh, response. Cam's response, which I haven't really listened to on his live, I could just only imagine what he probably said outside of what he said on. Yeah, the he show. was full. He was full, full fledged Cam. To me, what I didn't like what Melissa did was the um, comment about this unchecked misogyny thing. It was like, yo, Melissa, you realize that a lot of men. A lot of boys get their sexual experiences from older women. First of all, mm-hmm. that's one thing that you don't know. That's what they was trying to kind of say. Like, hold on, we was uh, who who checked on us? A lot of young boys, a yep. lot of men, myself included. Mm-hmm. Most, if not ninety percent, of my sexual experiences have been initiated by a, a girl or a woman, especially at a very, very, very young age. Yep, a very young age. Mm-hmm. Now. When they spoke about it, they spoke about it respectfully, but you can't really tell someone how to respond to your perceived disrespect. So once she said the whole unchecked misogyny kind of comment after they like went in on her, it's like, you got to eat that. Like, yeah, they were respectful on the show because that's the show's response. But right. his personal response, regardless of he whether he says some shit that's Bruh. crazy, that's 
kill a cam. Yeah, you already know. <laughs> you should have like he went out her helmet. Not you not to already, mention he spit on a little girl on what's that? Killer season two. He spit on Lugie on a little girl in <laughs> a movie. Like who came up with that line? <laughs> And I think he was in, I think he was improv to be honest Cause the he was The little girl had to really Get spit on though Yeah It wasn't water No he improv like, Nigga Lukey don't hurt Yeah shit. Hey Like nigga did she have Cam to, Her parents had to sign And say yes Let that nigga spit on her Bro On the fucking movie Hey That's Cam, Cameron improvs in his movies The paid in full He really punched dude in the car And pulled him out the car That's killer man That was not part of the script You gotta relax When so, you talk about that man you got you think this is only gonna go one way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's that's what a lot of people don't understand when they when they come for somebody, especially somebody that is full fledged committed to the controversy. It's not going to just go one way. Right. It's not going to go one way. And that's what I think that people like Melissa Ford and other people need to understand when you cause this isn't the first time she did this. And you wanna know what's crazy as I'm sitting here thinking about it, it's like, why would even like why would you even make that type of statement? Like, I'm sitting here thinking, it's like, first of all, what you address after that, as far as your reasoning, talking about, well, I've seen a lot of things and talked to women about sex trafficking I with you. I watch a lot of documentaries. That, that, that's, all, that's all that has happened in the past 20 years. Back, like, in the 90s, that wasn't as much of a uh, big deal or a thing as it is now. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you don't know this man, his history, the backstory, the location. You know nothing to even make that Same type some of sometimes child, some child, some sometimes at sometimes all. she doesn't even know what she's saying because she made she she made up another story about a comedian doing some wild stuff backstage had showed up to the co- the comedy show with two German shepherds and was very rude and that comedian was supposed to be Eddie Griffin, right? I thought so. Right until Eddie Griffin came out and said, "I don't even deal with dogs." And what do I look like showing up to a comedy show? You have the wrong comedian. Yeah, that wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, I feel like they kind of Joe Budden podcast kind of takes an L letting her tell stories. She shouldn't tell any more stories until they're verified. I think <laughs> honestly, that's why when you ask the question about what's her validity, I think I think Joe let that on the show on on there purposefully. I of course He wanted to let her know That what you just said Was crazy Yeah No, nah, he just let her Look stupid Yeah Well because One I like the way He kind of treats her On the show <laughs> I'm gonna be honest A lot of people In the comments on They don't like that He's like always Making her the brunt Of the jokes But I like that Because How else are we supposed To see accountability She's with the guys What are we Yeah like, Obviously he gives her There's points in times Where certain of the Cast members will be Give her cool And they'll be like and they take the role of the one who's going to stand up for her in the show sometimes and not let everyone go. Like, you raise your banners. But they the be kingdom. on her ass because she be saying some crazy shit, dog. Lies. <laughs> Basically. Accusations. Mind you, she's on, accusations. Male, she's on a male show that's a lot, that has a lot of bullshit on it that we talk about. Here's my so. thing. If you reverse the roles and you have a man on any of these daytime talk talk shows and he podcast. has the uh, a podcast he has the audacity to 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 say anything that has anything to do with attacking the character of a woman even if they disagree with that woman i've seen i've seen dozens of women defend women like the sexy reds or the Krishan rocks no matter what it is they do or say All right there's a that's how much they'll band together for the controversy. So when if you're in the locker room 
as what we like to call it when we have male conversations and you want to say something out of pocket, you're going to get that same treatment. You're not, there's no grace being given because you're a lady and what are you doing in the men's locker room anyway? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, um, Hey, you know, hopefully she'll learn from it. I don't think she will because she didn't learn from the last time she did something like that. If there's a lawsuit, she'll learn. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, it won't be any. Definitely. No, nah, Cam not. wouldn't do it. That's 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 why not. That's not a strong enough case know. for defamation. If it was 50, 50 is petty like that. She didn't make an accusation. If she, it was 50, 50 would be. Question. She asked a question. Yeah. And there has to and all and because she retracted it and apologized. It could be it could there's be nothing. There's the the retraction and the apology, first off, like that's one of the if he lost endorsements or something like that behind it and he could do yeah. defamation maybe he's not gonna get it but he's not gonna no, he's not gonna win that nah, he's not, it's he, gonna be a, a open and shut case of I don't see Rico take, doing take that take it down and um <laughs> it's crazy. I don't see Rico doing that Rico uh, did some things <laughs> <laughs> how y'all feel about uh Nick Cannon doing his event the the the, I heard about that the, the dark skin versus Yo, light skin. I heard event. about this shit this morning. I wanted to do more research before I even commented on it, mm-hmm. but I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's from what I've heard, and I only heard briefly. Mm-hmm. That's some bullshit. It's mm-hmm. out of. It's weird. At this, this at this it's, age and it's at not, this time period, it's, it's weird. I want to say it's ignorant, but I feel like he knows better, so it's stupid. It's weird. It's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. It's, it's just it's, weird. It, what is the whole thing? And the weird? thing about it, I feel it, like, like I got to throw a word out there because you got weird. You got stupid. <laughs> it's, it's It's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> I'm gonna balance it out. We got weird. We got it's stupid. Dangerous. And we got dangerous. That type of commentary is dangerous <laughs> for the community. <laughs> Definitely. Just, Nicholas. What was the point? So dark skin versus light, like. I mean, gonna, the, whole, the, the, thing the only time that the it. only time the conversation was funny to me is when the Cavs and Warriors played each other, and they said it was the <laughs> they said it was the ultimate battle. I thought that was pretty funny. I thought that was pretty funny because you can see it. But when it comes <laughs> to like, who's behind Zeus? Oh yeah, oh so, yeah, so, that's that's so. yeah, that's part of the. <laughs> That's part of the problem too. That's the first show he could think of was the dark skin versus light skin. I do. You know, Tyler Perry might be the owner of Zeus. Of course not. (laughs) Of course not. He's a silent partner. You think you're thinking of a you're thinking of a knockoff man. He's a silent partner. You're thinking of Travis Peters. (laughs) That's not even a real person, but that sounds like a knockoff version of Tyler Perry, uh, man. Tyler Perry shit. But but I've read about the. I think it's like a like a handful of people that is um, in charge of Zeus Network, and they're fairly young. Um, but they give me the same energy as Tubi. Oh, they might be worse than Tubi. Tubi is like movies and people are acting. Getting we could paid. put a movie out on Tubi. Zeus is a we bunch should. of niggas improv and they shit. Yeah, no script. There's no, there's no script. There's, there's no table no, readings. No. There's no there's stage crew. There's and yeah. people with problems. Yeah, no special effects. No effects at all. Sound effects um, from, from I don't B-boxing. know because I've never seen, like, honestly, like, you said Zeus. I'm like the dude who throw lightning. Yeah, <laughs> like I've like, heard of these like, shows. That's the only reason I could see. It, I mean, I could I've see Zeus. I could see the real Zeus being pissed yeah, off. So, like they using my name for this. <laughs> Just a respect <laughs> on it. <Yeah>. Send Hercules. <laughs> send, her, send Hercules to avenge Percurnus. my defamation. Percurnus. <laughs> but um, so, my, uh, 
It was founded by social media personalities to storm power Amanda Cerny, King Bach, and television producer Lemuel Plummer, who serves as president and CEO. Did I say USA, my nigga? Yeah, they. The, so these are these are all the. I remember. I know. Yo, I know that storm USA channel. Yeah. That it's 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 fall very far nigga, from grace. I, nigga, I almost shed a tear just now. <laughs> I remember the USA Do you channel, remember that shit? and it actually had cartoons for kids and everything like that. But apparently, fine. Zeus. <laughs> I don't see where you see USA at. Yes, I saw the symbol right there. Nah, that's Zeus. That's a US in a lightning bolt, bro. Don't throw them under the bus. <laughs> Golly, this guy. That's bro, look at that shit. It looks like. The, Oh, <laughs> look at what I was showing. Show what like, I was looking. Oh, showing what I was looking. At. Yeah, that does look like the USA logo. Yeah, it kind of does. That's why when okay. you look at people stuff from the peripheral, yeah. nosy. <laughs> <laughs> Turn your light down. Man. Nah, it's it, it is it's it's a to, in my opinion, um, it's a pretty awful network because <laughs> I'm gonna just go there. It's a pretty awful network because it's terrible representation. Based on what? It's the t- it's, it's terrible representation of us. Uh-huh. We already we always on so many platforms we talk about or you hear black people talk about how we're being represented on the news and the only type of things that are being perpetuated out there. That network to me is only it's only hyper focused on perpetuating the negative behavior, the negative uh, stigmas of black people or black and brown people. So it's like when you finally have an opportunity. And it's, it's just like the platforms. We've had this conversation, right? Just like certain social media platforms that perpetuate, yeah. you know, the negative in the nonsense. Yeah. You see that, what I'm saying? So degrading. to me, to me, it's an awful network. You know what I mean? And um, that's just how I feel. So I am not looking forward <laughs> to doing any business <laughs> unless something changes dramatically. Yeah, but shit is crazy. I think that um, I'll take over as president. <laughs> He's gonna change everything. Make some changes. He's gonna make a, a, an abundance of changes. I think the I think the the conversation is crazy. The light skin, it, it dark just, skin. It's just like, um, like you know, I seen a lot of people upset and talking about colorists and all that. And I'm like, it just is frustrating because when you think about all the way back to like, and I'm gonna take, I'm gonna go there. And you're a historian. Back to the slave days, right? Uh-huh. And you had the house Negro and you had the field Negro, right? Uh-huh. And normally the house Negro was the dark skin. I mean, the light skin and the field Negro was the dark. And that was a way that they looked to separate us and have us at each other exactly. from a mental and emotional standpoint, right. right? And I mean, at the end of the day, we all are from the same place we all Mm -hmm. are related in some shape form we're all the same race so to like categorize and bring you know i'm saying the hue as whether how light or dark it is into conversation and to put it against that's just it's i said it's ignorant because you don't know any better but like Mm -hmm. i said i feel like he knows better so that just deems it stupid you're out here doing stupid things that don't make any sense and then it is dangerous because you have people on the outside looking in and now they're gonna say see this is how they this is why we don't Mm -hmm. it it just doesn't make someone of his caliber and it's almost like it's one of those things that's like that's still funny like you know like when we used to say when we were in school we used to say an f word to Mm -hmm. refer to a different certain community right after a while, we all kind of like realized that we had friends that were most likely part from the community. Right. And we kind of felt like uncomfortable even just saying that word. And yeah. like, I heard it one time and I, like in like 2018, somebody said it. And I was like, I was like, we still saying that? Yeah. Like, that just sounds like, like, 
It's not even. It's not even funny no more. Well, I think I can't really. I think the thing that makes it more controversial with him is when you look at the group of women that he's had children with. So, so the women that just speaking on the women right now that are of the culture, and so for you to come out with such a thing like this, and then you look at the, then you look at the history of the women that he chose to have children with. He's already looking like the colorist description that a lot of women feel you know and what i'm saying like an inside joke thing if we even really doing that that's like one of them things you do at the like maybe even at the family party like i don't even find i only it. i don't I, even like it i only you think that you can get away with it when it's a comedian talking because it's comedy and the way that they spin it you know they what i mean and there, because there's terms right. yeah because there's funny terms for different shades you know in the culture yeah. in a comedic way right. but when you start turning it into like a competition and like yeah, you know in 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 a promotion of some sort, then it turns into something else where it's like, bro, that's corny. Like you, I don't even see how you could think that would be okay for entertainment purposes. Yeah, what what was the i what was the ultimate idea behind that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, we're gonna do the light skin versus dark um, skin to show who what women from Wild and Out versus women from the Zeus Network or something. That like would have been fire. No, but th- they that that's what they were trying to do. That that's where that's what it was. That's that's what it was based that's on. Fire. I could watch that. Yeah, but not when they deem it light skin versus dark no, skin. No, yeah. light skin yeah, is yeah. Wild and Out and dark skin was Zeus. Yeah. So and then there was white, also something the else like from, and then there was something Obama? else like uh, BBMs versus skinny girls, which is another. <laughs> oh, you like, know what I'm thinking, bro? They I'm had think, all I'm thinking of the of, bad girls club when you said like the wild and out shit. I'm thinking of well, no, the Zeus Network has something called uh, baddies or something like that. I would watch the bad girls club in the Zeus ship just because okay, they're all crazy motherfuckers and <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I'm not watching any. Reality. I, well, I, I do. I, I do, I do know that Poe. I do know that Poe indulges in some of the ignorance, like World Star. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I mean, barely even watched. I, I literally just. I can't even movie. say I do that because I don't. I just watched a movie yesterday, uh, yesterday for the first time in like a couple months, and I don't really watch TV. You guys should definitely check it out. Um, it's the one with uh, Julia Roberts. I thought you just watched on Netflix. It. On Netflix, right? Netflix. It's the whole the world. something happened. Yeah, I seen oh, the preview for I it. Lie. I'm gonna check it out. I ain't gonna lie. Two people watched about. it. Two people watched it before me. They didn't like the ending. They were like, they were mad about the ending. I watched the movie. The ending, perfect ending. Okay. Perfect ending. That's how it was supposed. So to be. maybe we are. It's a great. Maybe movie. we are too judgmental. Maybe there's a perfect ending to this battle not between the like. No, 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 not for that. Not for that. <laughs> nah, that was just. That I was, tried, Nick. That was shenan- <laughs> That was shen- shenanigans. Straight nah, it forward, is. Nah, it is. Just, it is. Stupid. Light skin versus unnecessary. Dark skin. We, 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 we over that. It's 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 disgusting, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It it really is, and um, I do hope that. Plus, because we know that how. I just think that we. You know, like being a parent, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you're looking at your kids, you're looking at your cousins, their cousins, you're looking at, um, you're looking at godchildren and they're all different shades. I mean, for me, it's like that, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm gonna get defensive on either end. You know, my, my goddaughter is chocolate, beautiful chocolate. My kids are, are extremely light. You know what I'm saying? So if I hear anything derogatory between, towards, uh, all you know the, what I mean? Yeah, 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 if I hear yeah, anything yeah, derogatory yeah. at any side, yeah, it's a problem it's a for problem, me. For sure. You know what I mean? Especially if they're the if they're the, the brand of that joke or or that comment. For sure. That's how I see it. So agree. should never even be a topic of conversation. Yeah, that's, it that's, shouldn't that's, be. That's that's, that's, that's yeah. It should but never but, be but at the same time, this is the this is the problem with the people that are in position with being able to change 
the um, narrative. The narrative. Nick Cannon is big enough to be able to produce better type of content and shows. He has enough money to do that. So, and man, we've you, seen him do it. And take care of your kids, bro. Well, you nigga, we see you do it. You over here hosting all these goddamn shows and shit. Yeah. Go you doing take- stupid stuff like this, man. Go home. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> One of them, at hey, least. Nick, take your ass home, man. <laughs> God damn. Now, real talk, man. Real talk, like. Hey, man. No more babies from the Nick Cannon family. We need you to go home. We need you to provide. We need you to provide shows for these kids. You know what I'm saying? Some positive shows. Some positive some You think narratives. that would be the, the uh, energy behind what he has going on since he has so many other youth? That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's his audience. Directly impacts and, in a, to some extent, influences. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would think so. But... That's just me making sense. But everybody, everybody can't go unscathed, man. I um, I've been coming across some content, and it's not new content. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never new content. It's never even a new conversation. But I do have a spin that I wanted to go with the conversation, and I wanted to ask you guys because I got my opinion. But do you um, do you believe that these women should be giving each other advice when it comes to us men, as far as in choosing them and uh, choosing the right man and what signs you should look for if in a man. If you're not married, no. I think and even, be, and even in then, it's conditional. Yeah. They should be getting their advice from older women of the more recent generation. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about and that. And I mean, older women, when I say older women, I ain't talking like about- Like boomers? I ain't talking about 60s. Nope. Oh, you talking nope. about the great the great generation? Because the, or silent those generation? Gener- those generation of women are dealing with a different type of man. Right, so the experience that maybe the older women of our of this generation to be able what to age group are these women? I would say maybe forty five. Man, that's what you mean. Those, those are the, out here tripping. Yeah, but they <laughs> ain't Melissa Ford around forty five. They gonna be able to give. They gonna be the, Jesus. But, but yeah, the you, mature forty fives are gonna be able to give the best advice to the, anyone. You're better than this. Put your glasses back age, on, bro. Put age group better than this. Below. I'm gonna just say no. I'm gonna just say no. You, you can't ask a woman that's. 55, I kind of feel like old. I kind of feel like the boomers, uh, more the boomer generation is probably the better ones to ask, and I'm gonna tell you why because they've lived their life. They've they've lived the 30s. They've lived their 40s. But they they've lived, lived their life. This generation's life. Yeah. Every 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 right? generation um, has different experiences, right? There's a different like the 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 men or the males. I'll say the males that are out here now mm-hmm. not the same ones that sure. was rocking in the sure. early 2000s versus Definitely. the 90s versus the 80s versus the 70s mm-hmm. there's are different changes there are different influences there are different things that happen to where advice from a 40 year old will not work for a 30 year old or a 20 year old because it's it, 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 things have shifted things have changed certain things have evolved certain things have devolved right mm-hmm. so you ask a woman who came up traditionally mm-hmm. and she's going to give you traditional answers when tradition isn't really being exercised from either side anymore that's what yeah. I'm saying 45 and so mm, 45 I and almost feel like 45, 45 the thing about it is like there's also an age that's in between that came up traditional and then they have transitioned but just because they transition don't mean that they're flourishing in their transition. No, but their their experience and the knowledge of the type of the the more modern experiences because it's a whole different world of type of the things and the stimulations. But and the shit timeline for that modern has shrunk. So what you said? Uh, all right. What so age, look, what look, age look, look at this. Think about it like this: from junior high to high school, you can. 
completely different person, right? For sure. That's a matter of what, four or five years? Mm -hmm. So how men adapt, change, maneuver, think, process changes every what? Five to six years, depending on what it is that you're taking in. Same thing for women for the most part, correct? Mm -hmm. So then you say 45, unless you're talking to somebody that's like 40, y'all might even not really be able to relate. The reason why so, the reason why it's challenging to me with the people that are in their their mid forties and up is because that would be our older siblings, right? Mm-hmm. That's Gen X. <laughs> nah, uh, <Ooh>. <laughs> Gen X. That's that's the Uncle Luke. That's the Uncle Luke days. Freak Nick. Freak Nick. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff. Mm-hmm. The chill. The the youngsters of today are the products of those those days, right there, right? Nah, hell no. Nah. Yeah, they are. You see, they, no, he said they, hell no nah to that. He's yeah. like, they the products. <laughs> no, they are. They're, They're the, the products the, of the generation. All the after all the tw- all the twenty year olds right now. Mm-hmm. That's their parents. So forty years ago, the forty. Yeah, that's that. That's okay. their. That's their parents, right? Yeah. So okay. we're eighties babies. Mm-hmm. We're the children, and even some of Gen X are the children of the baby boomers, right? Right. So. The reason why I say a lot of the boomers, because that's their grandparents, mm-hmm. but they also has, that's what I was saying earlier, they've lived their 20s, mm-hmm. they lived their 30s, they lived their 40s, a lot of them have lived through their 50s. So they're able to, they're able to tell you the feelings that they are going to possibly have repeating certain decisions okay. and mistakes. Well, so let, let me figure out, what's, what is our question? Because I think we may be coming from different Perspective based on what we think the might should women take advice should from, should women take advice from women about, about us men. about men and I, I, I and I oh, say no oh okay um yes okay. I would I, don't, I would say this I would say yes not advice mm-hmm. but in, <laughs> <laughs> now yeah 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 never I would never going. say advice but I, I would say not advice but inquire about experiences to gain go. a certain okay. understanding okay. to 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 see where it was to where it is now to possibility with the, so you get a better understanding of the possibilities in the range right yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. not so much advice because somebody in their 40s can't tell a 20 year old how to deal with these these sure. girls out here yep. you see what I'm saying now I can tell you what I have experienced in my 40 years of life in a type of man that I have come across. Mm-hmm. So depending on who you're dealing with and the age group you're dealing with, this is what you have a chance to, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come across. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I can agree with that for sure. Getting experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting the understanding by asking about their experiences and what they've been through and what they and that, I think that's really what it's all about. Because if you're inquiring about somebody's experiences, it's going to be more tailored to them. So mm-hmm. then you're not going to expect that to be for like everybody. Full, yeah, your full spectrum. You see what down. I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. not a full. That's specific. And if you inquire with enough older women to gain a, a lot of different experiences, that gives you a better range of knowledge to have a deeper understanding of not only what you might encounter but also what it is that you want and what you are possibly looking for right mm-hmm. now you got women taking advice from other women and most of these women are single and they've been yes. hurt they've been burnt they have been treated badly right so then you got the blind out here leading the blind and they all walking off cliffs I think that <clears throat> but what if this is the cliffs that the little goats you know how they <laughs> Yo, wild for that. I think that I I agree with you. I think they should inquire about certain things, but I think that um when it comes to the conversation about us men, if you're trying to gain understanding of men, 
you need to talk to men. But if you need to get wisdom in how to conduct yourself to attract the type of man that you want, maybe you should talk to those women that have those type of men. Yeah, so so what's the thing about it? Like, you got to be inquiring. You got to be talking to. You got to be looking for experience from women who are actually in positions you want to be in. That's what, what, that's, what, that's what, what we... What if that's not the final answer, though? Right? Like, I get what y'all... I, I agree. There should be women seeking advice from women who pretend who are most likely in the positions that they not just a position, but dealing with the type of man you're looking for. But does that are we saying that that the woman whom they are seeking advice from, sorry, should be in a current or successful relationship? Or I believe that maybe there should be some advice from those who are maybe not in a current relationship on both ends, maybe a male and a female, and then perhaps advice from those who are in a a, a relationship, a long lasting relationship. But that's still right? seeking ex, uh, that's still seeking yeah. knowledge to gain an understanding. But a little yeah. different perspective yeah. on those. Even you should a, always be looking from that, different that. perspectives and yeah. different. You know what I'm saying? Because um, just male someone, someone who doesn't have a who have doesn't have a partner doesn't mean that they don't have a. a, a are not nah y'all don't know no No, listen no listen listen bro i even have a response to that if you're going to get advice from any type of advisory from somebody that does not have a partner about gaining a partner it needs to be somebody that fumbled it somebody that that has accountability from fumble it because they're going to give you the advice and they're going to tell you what not to do so you don't end up in their position that's why someone who's not totally jaded yeah i know what's crazy man we're having this conversation and I'm thinking like there's so many women that I've dealt with in the past that things didn't go the route that they wanted them to because they failed to seek understanding. They they didn't communicate. They didn't ask those deep questions. They didn't look to really get an understanding of who I was, where I was coming from, what it is I wanted or what I was looking for. Right. They assume by talking to their homegirls, friends and they assume mm-hmm. that see this is what and so they chose to execute a certain way without right. actually talking to the male, the man that they're dealing with right. to gain an understanding. Like, cause you said you should talk to like talk That's to part the person of the equation. that you want to deal with to make sure that you guys mm-hmm. are on the same page. A lot of women yeah. make assumptions mm-hmm. because they're getting time. They think that is going to lead to something when a lot of dudes are just out here just rocking. Yep. So if you're not having those necessary conversations to get an understanding of who the male is that right. you're dealing with to see where it can possibly go from here and then having an understanding of where it can possibly go, gain experience from somebody older than you that has possibly been through those things to see how you should conduct, carry yourself and execute moving forward, then what do you expect? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why the question was brought because I I see a lot of uh, of videos online wait, with, with some of these young modern women and they're giving this advice and saying if he doesn't do this if he doesn't do that um, it's a red flag or this is a red flag and I just don't think that's the greatest advice because number one there's so many different types of women today as far as in what they're interested in what they require what they're satisfied with right And I just think that when you say something so general, like if he doesn't do this for your birthday or if he doesn't buy you this or if uh, if if he's in this situation or that, like especially if they're in their 20s, because I'll just go there for a minute. When I see young women in their 20s talk about what type of man somebody should be, you 
I can tell they didn't do any research about men, period. Because if it's a finance, if it's if it's about finances, about being with a man because of what type of finances or career that he has, we all well, I'm not gonna say we all know, but men don't reach their financial peak until about 40. That's when they start really bringing in the money. That's when they're really established whatever business or career. That's the that's the standard starting point. You know what I'm saying? And then from that point on, their financial. More years. Yeah. So when you're like, so years. so when I see a 24 year old or a 20 or a 28 year old young lady or woman talking about, yeah, you know, he needs to make at least six figures and this, that, and the other. I'm just like, when did he have time to do that? Well, well, the thing about it that's crazy is like, uh, on the flip side of that, what about their position from a financial standpoint? What about their position mentally and emotionally? Like, you understand know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you really don't even have an understanding of who you are, what you want, or right. in, until you're in your late 20s to early 30s. And that's give or take. Well, here's the other question. Are you even ready for what you're asking for? There's a lot of people that are not ready for what they're asking for. It shows up. You've been begging for it. It shows up now because you haven't built any type of discipline, understanding. You don't even know how to maintain the very thing that you've been desiring. And that's how you end up losing. No depth. Okay. Just (laughs) right. Right. Yeah. You have no substance. Right. The thing that's crazy to me is like in this day and age, and you know what I'm saying, uh, it seems to be more in the younger Mm -hmm. than the older. But Mm -hmm. it's all this, you know, I'm a prize, I'm a catch with you, whoop, and it's based on looks and body type, right? And at the end of the day, again, you have no depth, you have no substance. But on the flip side of that, so so men aren't a catch either they're they're not you, you get what i'm saying like it goes well, both the, ways the weird right? thing is is the requirements that a lot of these women have for men are obviously deeming that man a catch as far as in like you need to be able to protect you need to be able to provide and this that and the third well if everybody can't do that then that means that the group of men that can do it are are a a, a very unique group of individuals All right, right? ISO on me camera on me yeah. check it out look if your bathroom keep having them q-tips and that toilet paper behind them and it's that little brown and pink shit in the corner of your shower like you can't really talk to me about all these other type of things that you requested you feel if, me? if your bathroom is not clean yeah that's just the if your bathroom is not clean bef- right after you get ready to go out you got a bunch of them frozen meals in your freezer. You not even cooking dinner. You microwave. Mike got an air fryer. Your air fryer ain't even clean. You don't like, clean the inside of the air fryer. Not the air fryer. Crazy. We just got those. So I'm just trying that's to figure out what we talking about. <laughs> now, I mean, like, this. so this whole thing about it is crazy because, like, of the in, yesteryear, a, in, a, sense, in yeah. a sense, a lot of females want a traditional man. Yeah, but they don't possess those traditional traits that will help to attract and keep type of man that they want, right? And so the whole thing is like, if you have um, a modern day attitude and approach to things, you really can't expect anything more than a modern day man. Talk and about even it. in that instance, the the way that women talk about modern day males now. 
Mm-hmm. Y'all don't want them. Y'all don't want the modern day. But the whole thing, which the, the way the the way, no, nah, because you gotta understand it's something. Like it's, it goes both ways because the way women have operated, they have created the type of males that are out here, and the way that the males are operating, they created the type of women that are out here. Right? It's and like I said, like. You want to sit here and say, I'm the prize, but you don't want to acknowledge him as a prize, but you want him to jump over hurdles and go through the fire for you, but you and, won't do the same for him. And, and then, then on he, top of that, what he doing? everybody wants to be reserved and nobody wants to be exposed or put their feelings out there to right. actually build and grow something. And then on the flip side, I ain't going to build and grow nothing. He got to come into the picture ready to go. And he has, to, you know, it's just like all these and, stipulations and, and, there's a lot and of these expectations on bullshit. out of the gate. Oh, 100%. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. Women have created this this atmosphere. The males have created this atmosphere that are out here right now because everybody wants to be a player or reserved or have a high yeah. level of expectations. Player or, culture is at an all-time high all these, between both sides. Or have all these stipulations. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. Nobody really wants right. to invest in anybody else unless they already have it going on. And the thing about it, most of those who already have it going on prefer to be players or they have somebody. So yep. they know building of uh, we're not coming into this joining in a relationship. Nah, there's not building a, there's together. Not, but see, that's 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 what makes the strongest relationships, right? Is mm-hmm. both of you being vulnerable and open and communicating and looking mm-hmm. to build and work through things. That's how you gain mm-hmm. trust, mm-hmm. stability, and strengthen a relationship to form a bond mm-hmm. that you can build on and grow and have all of the things that you say that you want. But if you're not willing to put forth that effort, that time, that energy from an emotional, mental standpoint right Mm -hmm. if you're not willing to be vulnerable then how can you expect to acquire any of that you preaching right now I mean today Sunday yeah I think that I think that pastors play around the reason why (laughs) I got you oh offering (laughs) (laughs) I think that like I think that what you said earlier about getting and gaining understanding of, you know, who you are dealing with is so important because there's so many steps that I think are not even acknowledged that are skipped when with the courting and the the dating part of the situations. Now, I will say that I empathize with today because we come from a time where we had to go ask for the number. You know, or we seen somebody in person and we knew that person that knew that girl. So <laughs> hey, can, me up yeah, set it up right yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. versus yeah. the swipe left, swipe right, slide in DMs. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, you know, with a lot of guys that do have something to offer, you know, the fear of getting screenshot and put on social media because you shot your shot at somebody instead of them just no saying no or whatever the case is. But when you're when you're looking for somebody there's so many steps that I think of that are being missed. Like you're not, you're not sitting down and having a conversation. You're just stating your list of demands. You're not <clears throat> wondering who that man has looked up to their whole life and who they've aspired to be because none of that matters to you. Just like right. you said, you're lacking depth. The only thing you're caring about is being taken care of on a um, materialistic or monetary level, right? No, that was a great point. You see what I'm saying? So so then when you get in that position and you find out that the dude is a scumbag, the dude does not value commitment, terrible father, now you want to go to the public platforms and try to force him to be a better person by destroying his character and hoping that the people that are destroying his character put some sense into him. But that's just going to piss him off even more mm-hmm. and do more. You know what I'm saying? Because we see it. We see it all the time. So if, if 
I, I said this before. If you want a certain type of person, you can't have it one way. You can't be like, well, I need somebody that can write poetry and can fight and lift weights and is six five and can always tell me what I'm thinking and That's pays really for everything. Player. Because here's the thing: when it comes to modern, when we talk about uh, traditional men, well, when you talk about that time period, they had one car usually. Most families had one car. There was no G-Wagons. There was no trips to different countries and getting flued out. They had one car. And the traditional man came from the generation before us because most of the traditional men were taken away from our family yeah. structures right. coming up in the 70s. And what kind of jobs did those traditional men work, fellas? Man, oh, they was making license places. Yeah, they was in. Yeah, like, it was. It was a lot of manual labor. So they weren't like CEOs and, and million dollar yeah, making no, athletes no, and no. and tech developers and, and even that. And even even though that percentage is very small, mm -hmm. you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember I was watching some. He was like, "So you're saying you want a man that is at least six three and does da 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 and make this?" He said, "Well, the percentage of men who actually." fall into that category I want to say it might have been 15% or lower that's and then the he was entertainment like, and, and then mm -hmm. he was like and then when you uh, zero in on race the percentages drop drastically yes. yeah, and does. so it's just like he's like so if all of the women out here want this specific type of male uh -huh. and there's only so many of them then they're mm -hmm. all then you must be you must be prepared to share mm -hmm. yeah because anybody who falls into that category guess what else they have money options options man options Lim is the thing. Not, unlimited, unlimited almost because, because all of you guys want him the three percent of men that are available in that category 75 percent of you guys want that guy i'm just naming numbers but pretty much that's kind of like what the ratio is is like there's a small amount of those men who will meet those standards 75 there's women want 10 guys women who want that guy. <laughs> there's only a couple of and we men. want and, and and they want that those 10 guys to be committed and loyal and you, is it their mm, is With it no their fault yes or substance well you, see this is a we whole, gotta it, take some accountability no for we that. don't social media <laughs> it's all social media we wrote the no, Disney movie no no we no we them. didn't Walt Disney is not Afro American <laughs> so no no it's a lot of social media that has created this this uh, I can't think of the word right now I know what you're saying social media climate and and climate and movies and entertainment, I believe, as well. I, I mean, yeah, to a I don't know, bro, because the, the like the stuff that we watched when we were coming up was very believable. Family Matters was a very believable situation. Fresh let's, Prince, let's not so about, much, but the problems, the Jeffersons. Let's talk. The, the how many like, of those movies did we get our game from? A lot of them. A lot of the way in which we thought we were supposed to right. approach women and the way in which we thought that the cool, good guy, nice guy was supposed to, and we learned the lesson that the cool guy, nice guy doesn't I, really get them. I just kept watching Scarface and How to Be a Player. Oh. I was, <laughs> 40, <laughs> shout out to the 40th anniversary of shout, Scarface. I think it's 40 year anniversary. Yo. Is it the 40th? 30 something. Uh, Willie Dynamite? The Mac? That, those were my type of movies. I'm sorry. My man was turning into a bad scientist. <laughs> My nigga had find all, the, all the books that the prison <laughs> niggas get that like when they order from the library is then they come out. <laughs> he got all the good My guy got a brand new copy. My guy, my guy buys a brand new copy of Iceberg Slim every Definitely year. Definitely yeah. fire book. <laughs> Definitely. But no, no. My I, first I, edition I, I think is we, we have some accountability wrapped. in that. Because we wrote the... We, we, created we didn't the write anything. So we were look, children. No, men control the industries and shit. 
No, not, not these men. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, the reason why the reason why we can't we can't give any room to say that we, there's accountability on the man's perspective in in how we see things because it has nothing to do with what they desire. What they desire, we didn't put there. We did not put that there. When we, because when we talk, because when you or, hear when you hear all of the demands as far as in what traditional men. You right. can offer there's men like that right now and they don't want those men there are men that go to work every day that don't make a hundred thousand dollars probably don't have a lot of debt knows how to save money knows how to fix things but he though. might not be six three he might not drive you, you know mean, the latest car or wear the latest fashion there might be a lot of men who make a hundred thousand but because it's not glamorous yeah so the nba has to make a height limit <laughs> Is that what we're saying? Nah, no, shout I'm out to Muggsy Bowles. I'm saying oh. there has to be a height limit Spud because Webb? if these tall ass niggas keep, if they're not going to get shorter. <laughs> Yo, the problem. <laughs> did you see the um, my boy? My boy Huss sent me a, a um a, a article. I think Aaron Gordon said that the last date he went on, the girl had the last thing she searched on her phone. I guess when they were on the date is how much he made. Well, she got. Does, you know, all right, all, let's talk about it. So I does told, that make sense though? No, no. That's how much he makes. You ain't got access to none of that. Now let's let me ask a question. If she's looking for someone who has certain who meets certain qualifications based on whatever her personal quali- uh, qualifications would be for the man that she wants, right? Mm-hmm. And then she meets a guy who's okay with meeting those qualifications. Is there anything wrong with that? Yes. What, why do you have? Uh, I, I don't. I no, don't I'm know. saying because there's there's guys out there who are willing to what we would call yeah we here, call simping we call tricking in Northern California yeah, yeah. we call that tricking right a lot of the th- activities and the things that guys would be willing to do but there are some men who are willing to meet the standards that some of these women are kind of like requiring no they're willing to pay for that companionship because somewhere in their life they didn't feel like they could get that type of girl and now that they have enough money they can just go buy it they but can go buy her that's that's how we think on the west coast if you are paying for it you couldn't get it out of your own just abilities as far as like whatever qualifications you have personally right but there's some there's some guys who I, I got heard it. something I you heard, it was like because i seen something of course social media um <laughs> there was this old dude he was like i pay for it I, I i i have money and i like to get what i want so i will pay for it uh-huh. convenience uh-huh. and i and that's fine that's cool if you're willing to pay for it that's uh-huh. but the thing about it is most men aren't willing to pay for it because why am i paying for it? and the thing about it at that rate it becomes transactional and she's a prostitute i don't care how you look at it because at that point you're not paying for anything more than a sex because companionship an actual relationship with meaning with depth with substance somebody you can build with grow with trust with some of your darkest secrets and just you in general as a person that's not in, there's I no price the for that Bro, what, what I'm learning, there's no price for that. What I'm learning is that obviously, for men at the core of being a man, that definitely is um, true. But I'm what I'm like learning from just hearing different perspectives is that a lot of men culturally in the south and in the east coast. 
that's not looked that's not frowned upon that's part that's of life fine, that's but if i'm paying you know for I mean? it can i really deem it to be authentic that's how we think i can't I mean, get outside of that thought process i can't remove myself. so how so authentic is it if i so, have to pay for it so because here's my because if the money's gone then she's gone right yeah but if my money if i'm if i'm a person who's making the money right and i and i got some way of making money and she's she has her requirements i have and i i'm i can uh match those qualifications I could I could tell you the you know discrepancy I, mean? I know exactly what you're saying and and you're right like like the way the time that we come from right we're not just cut from a different cloth we're we're, we're made in the same factory but we yeah we we are different cloth material but what you have to understand J1s and what you, the, in the 9 in the 2001s what you have to understand is that is is many guys that are saying this these are guys that are also probably saying this that are not in that percentile but it sounds good because when we look at the statistics right when i see when i see guys because there's a lot of guys that got podcasts that are online that are like yeah man you know what i'm saying if you're not handling your business and you're not doing this and you're not doing that and you're not paying for all of that and you this type of we we see those guys right but but it's not even that they're simping they're lying because you're trying to tell me that you are in for black men we're less than a percent of the wealth in this country so you're in that percentage right and you got time to podcast no dog you don't have with listen let me let me let me make sure i'm no i'm understanding what we're saying like what I'm saying is that the guys that you're talking about that are trying to say this even those guys don't got it like that that's what I'm saying. Even they don't have it like that. Just based off the statistics, they don't have it like that. They are. They know what they're doing. That is their game. You know how we had game when we were young? We knew how to talk to a lady. We knew how to smooth talk and stuff like that. That's game. That's basically, you're the you're the uh, the bug poison to make all the bugs come to you, right? So it's like, yeah, I'm going to put a like on that. And I'm going to put a comment on that. And I'm going to share with my homegirls and this, that, and the other. Because you're not in those percentiles either. There's no way statistically you're there. So now that we got that out the way, right, about all the guys that do agree with that, when we talk about the the men that have the money to do that, mm-hmm. they usually don't even want the girls that um, think like that. that think For sure. that they're going to obtain that. Definitely agree. You see what I'm saying? Definitely agree. You're they don't even, even. You're not even qualified for that guy that you are thinking that you have the. Exactly. Like, based on what you're like, what you want and what he he wants, you still don't meet his qualifications. Your like, paths will never cross. Yeah. No, at all. That's why they show up to the drafts. That's why they watch the drafts and try to follow these athletes after they get on a team because you can't even get in those spaces. Social media has allowed you to gain access, but you're still not getting in those spaces. So when you have a list of things, and here's the other thing that I wanted to say. When when you were talking about the guys that don't have um, a problem with it, right? We were just talking about money. They also want you to be committed. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, we, hey, we got to share the duties, parenting, if we're going to have children, we need to take trips. I like to go places. You think that these dudes gain this wealth by taking trips? They're working 60, 70 hours a week because they're either CEOs, they run their businesses, or they just have such a high responsibility at their at the company that they work for that they're not even going to be available. They're never going to be home. What about your man, Joe Smith? Well, no. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just leave it there. Well, no, because right. The reason why I say no is because it's too easy. That's the results. That's what happens yeah. when you think that you can just uh, I'll just pay for that. Mm-hmm. I just the mm-hmm. money got it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I ain't got to worry about the morals. I ain't got to worry about the background. The money got it. But just like Jelani said, guess what happens when the money's gone? They dry up. She over there giving Cameron and then massages on the what is the what it, it is what it is podcast. <laughs> she is you know dead, what I'm saying? Dead wrong. So that, that, that it's just a flat out. It's just a flat out no, man. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think, I, I, I think that when these women are, watching the content that's being put out and being consumed by so many people you gotta ask questions if it's a woman over here telling you what you should do about a man you should ask yourself where is her man at and why is he not sitting next to her while she's naming these things and then if you're gonna talk to a person that is not in a relationship it should become it should be coming from a humble position of like, hey, I've had good ones. I've had bad ones. I wish I had invested the energy in the good ones like I did with the bad ones. If those single people aren't talking to you like that, they trying to keep you where they're at. And not only just that, depending on who you're talking to matters a lot because depending on their background will determine the type of experience and access they've had to people and things. And mm-hmm. that will also, because like there was this female and she was talking about and all of the white houses I've been to mm-hmm. for nannying and, and so so you've been a nanny at all of these different houses for these white people so that means that they are coming from a place of money right mm-hmm. right they they come from a, a certain social level to where they can afford and be in those positions so they're gonna operate differently than a, a medium income family or, yep. right so then Already, your experiences are are slanted. They're off. They're not. They're, there's no wide range. It's yep. coming. It's one dimensional. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So already you start off like that. It's just like well, and she was black, really- wasn't she? Oh yeah, she was a black chick. So this is this is the story. There was a black chick that said that she she's been a nanny for a lot of different homes, and she said every time she Ten would years. go um, to. You know, the white home, she would notice on the refrigerator that there was um, wedding invitations and get togethers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so her advice uh, as far as in when she when she sees what where, where women need to be dating, where black women need to be dating, they need to be dating in in that dating pool outside of, instead of the black. Because when she goes list. to the black homes, she don't see things like that. They're not doing things like that. Put so, shit on the refrigerator. Yeah, basically. See how much shit is on the refrigerator? My mama used to put a post it <laughs> note on the refrigerator. Tell me what the fuck I needed basically to do the whole day. No, it's just like she's due basically to her experiences, and it seems like it was anecdotal experiences. I just read how many posted she put. And on it the seemed like it was like leaning more towards the white versus black because she didn't really have too many experiences from the black she started saying my friends and, and girls that I know that are but it's just like date outside your race date because if you want to get married and it was just like I mean but you don't really have any uh, experience validity credibility you don't really like yeah you have no experience what you're you, like 10 years of like, but the people you have access to, the people you're dealing with, the experience that you had are not. It's, an, it's, it's not, not a full common, spectrum. Yeah, but you just have the, your own experience doesn't v- validate your perspective on the majority. But even worse, right? When I hear a lot of, when I hear a lot of stories 
from the women that I've communicated with that I've either just been friends with or that, you know, I just have known for a long time. You know what I notice what a lot of problems are with a lot of women? They'll tell you about all of the experiences that they've had dating, right? But it's I've noticed it's like it seems like you're dating the same person over and over again. So instead of so instead of saying like, oh, you got to go to a different race, just like the whole thing with the passport, bros, because that's one thing that I can't say that a lot of guys do, too. You can't keep dating the same person over and over again. It's just a different costume. And then be like, the problem is these 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 niggas out here. The problem is these females out here because it's like, no, you're dating the same person. Yeah, I don't like when men say that either. It's like these females out here is like, "Ah, you're dating the same ones. Oh, bro. And she was mid. <laughs> sure I, I mean, that. I done seen the she same. Was, I just like, I, I might forget the name, but you look the same. I mean, there's a difference between like, yeah, certain, most men do this, most women do that, right? But if you're gonna date the same person over and over again, and then blame the group, that the problem ain't the group. The problem is you. Yeah, because I've dated a, a lot of different type of women mm-hmm. among the same race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that actually that actually exists. But but in today's but in today's climate, it's just it's the whole group. Yeah. It's the whole group. There's about three hundred million people over here, right? In America. There's about in America. Yeah, over yeah, in America. And then as far as the black people, it's about a little over forty million. So you just know that all forty million thinks and acts the same way. And if we do, where are you finna find this millionaire that's about six five at? In a different race. I'm just saying, a different race. Let her tell that it. That actually is a. It's not even. Well, it's not even that. She was. She wasn't even talking about from a financial standpoint or anything of that nature. She was just talking about if you want to get married, you got to date outside your race because any. And then she's like, any. So uh, she's talking to just black women. Yeah, any black women that I know that are actually married, they are married to. Or when I'm at church and I see a, a, a married black woman, she's standing next to a white or somebody who isn't All right, black. She's, she's lying. Just, oh, she's lying. She's lying. Heavy. Notice right. to the fact that there are less black women in white male relationships than there are black male with other um, ethnicities. Black men are more desired than black women for a number of different reasons Mm -hmm. and I always end up finding myself like damn like when I see a black woman with someone outside of the race it's not weird to me I just am always very um, observant of it and I'm not like disapproving or anything I just like Mm -hmm. oh I I notice myself staring a lot more and I try not to because I'm just like oh that's not as often as I see it right didn't I send you something a while back Um, I think I sent it to you and there was this um this this black woman reporter and she was talking about how a lot of uh, women are prioritizing careers and going to school yep. and getting degrees yeah. over yep. marriage yep. and then finding themselves with degrees and not men because no they man. haven't put forth the same energy into building relationships and finding somebody as they did as a career and getting and that degree and up. now there's and, right and so she was saying that um, the value for men is up as they get older while the value for yes. women drops as they get older That's and true. that by the time you're ready for a relationship it's too late because you spent all of this time building up a career finding a degree and doing all of these things and now that you're older your value has dropped right yep. it, I sent that to you didn't I mm-hmm. so, okay. are you saying to tell them that it might be more um, beneficial to play the game of knowing that men typically are in control and not saying that that's how it should be but being that you have you might need to find a partner 
rather than doing the things yourself. Well, Listen. and I, I would I would say it's important to prioritize both, right? Like you need to you need to have a certain level of focus on developing yourself and finding somebody as you do as developing a career and growing in that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You can't be in a sense one dimensional or like hyper focused on this and then after you get to this point, expect to be able to find something over here when you've invested no time or energy in that mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Right? You yep. it has it, you have to be focused on both mm-hmm. because both of them hold weight, both of them are valuable. And the crazy thing about it, you having a solid relationship relationship and foundation will actually help to further your career if Yo, you find somebody who's you, supportive for sure you, even more that's but that's what you should be looking for in, in the, the first place the there was a guy stress that you there was a guy with. once upon a time that made all of these points who are you talking about r.i.p to the guy and his name was kevin samuels oh man 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 I so here so here's the thing when people speak of kevin samuels mm-hmm. they always attach his name and his brand to high value men. Every time, and just as for the record, every time you hear somebody say that, understand that they did not watch that man's content. Mm-hmm. His whole bottom line was trying to get women to understand to date in your realm. In your because realm. that is something that men understand before they even became a man. Right, one hundred percent. A man will build himself up to get the woman that he wants, bro. I swear. Even if that's not who he is, he will fucking go out (laughs) and nigga order a tuxedo. uh, Nigga do all kind of shit. (laughs) I think it was Dave Chappelle. He was like, he's like, man, man, get all these type of uh, accomplishments and things for women. He don't do it for himself. He said, if (laughs) if a man could fuck a woman in the box, he wouldn't buy a house. Yeah, (laughs) that's no, that's literally yeah, that's true. Literally because males at the core are extremely simple thank you thank you extremely simple we're not complex it only seems that way because you don't take the time to understand the males men that you are dealing with you make assumptions you go off of facial expressions over energy instead Mm -hmm. of actually a hundred percent so we're simple we're not worried about all the extras right Uh uh-huh once you start worrying about all the extras and focus in and communicate, everything be good. Yeah. And that's what that guy explained. That's why I laugh because when I would watch, when I would watch this guy have conversations with women, I'd never seen him lose a debate. Yeah, they were because totally confused. Because he would ask a question and number one, he would never get the answer. And they would always, a lot of them would start with, I feel, I feel. And and what it is that, like I said, I wanted to say this is the, the man's bottom line was, is if you want a high value man, understand you are in line with a thousand other women that want those hundred men. And they look better than you and, and they may have better qualifications. Right. So now when you're in that line, you got to understand that that man, those men, those group of men, they're not they don't care about certain qualities that you think he should care about. They don't care about what job you have. They don't care about how much money you have. They don't care about any of your accomplishments whatsoever. It's all about the type of atmosphere you can create for them, the type of comfort Mm -hmm. and peace that you can bring them. How can you make their life easier or simpler outside of everything they have to deal with with the world and their jobs? What traits, qualities do you bring to the table 
that aren't cosmetic. Mm. That's why that's I the, said that's the you have no yes. depth, no substance, because that's what matters. You see, a man that you would like to have, you'd be like, why is he with her? Because she has the traits and qualities that he needs to make things easier, simpler, more comforting, bring him peace, make mm-hmm. him comfortable. Yep. Simple. Yep. Simple. So, I think what we're saying is be careful who you get your advice from. <laughs> well, and then you know, have an understanding of how to acquire the things that you want. You yeah, because like, it's a... It, it it's a lot of like just you can log on to any one of your pages and you'll see how many angry women are on in the comment section no matter who it is name a celebrity and name controversy and there's at least a hundred women that can't stand that person and never met that person before they're only reading words and journalism and posts and opinions you see what i'm saying so you need to be careful of who of of who's giving you information and information and how they're trying to mold you into something that you might not even want to be you know um that's just my take on it but before we uh before we get out of here, a little bit of news, and I wanted to, I, I I feel like you're gonna know, but the whole controversy with um Travis Scott and uh John, Mc- <laughs> this is <laughs> I, y'all gotta fill me in because this is scripted. A, this. It's that's what I. That's no what I wanted to know. That's what I wanted real. to know. I wanted to know John if it Max was. Snow. When have you yeah. ever? When have you ever seen or heard of any Nike conferences Thank you. getting exposed or leaked or anything of that type of? So you, what's you the never story? have what's right? The they were. They were the story. The stage story was they were on a Zoom call and 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 uh, Travis. I was about to call him Aside Rocky <laughs> and Travis Travis Scott and John McEnroe, McEnroe were debating. John McEnroe. Yeah, they were they were debating about a shoe. Um and the I guess I don't want to say the popularity but the name and it it, it, it don't even sound like they were debating. Yeah. John was yelling and Travis seemed like he was trying to get an understanding. Yeah, he, he Travis didn't even raise his voice. He was just like I never heard of this is the first time it's been brought to my attention and it all seemed more of a marketing play. The crazy thing That's I want to know is like what it is. when Mark, did it, John McEnroe is known for going off. When did it when did it come out? Right. Yeah. When, it, when was it exposed? When was it leaked? Because the thing about it is, the shoes already dropped. Right. And so then it's almost like is that to try to create some type of hysteria or following? Are or they doing get the color brand to be trend or something? Or like, because it just it? doesn't it doesn't make sense. Because like like I said, when have you ever heard of any type of Nike marketing meeting conference being leaked on a live? That's that's why I feel you like never, man, it's candy. Shoes, Nike. You never, you never heard or seen that before. That and has for never this come shoe, out. if it was to come out with a shoe, if it was to come out, it would be for a different. It's shoe. to help to drive popularity because the shoe is isn't doing numbers. Unless you're a, unless you're an older collector enthusiast sneakerhead mm-hmm. whatever you call yourself yeah, unless you're from an older that you remember the original release and John Macaron and how much of a big deal that was and the mag attack and all that and if you're not familiar with any of that you don't really care mm-hmm. about these shoes it'd be 100% Nike has gone a nostalgic route as of late and that's because the older generation is in a financial position and has the the nostalgia tied to it to actually, to actually want to go back and, and, and they're and, the ones in the company making the shoes from a, from, a, from an emotional standpoint right 
it brings back memories of when you had it or when you wanted it. Mm-hmm. Remember when it came out and seeing people with it. And now that I'm in a position financially, I'm gonna go get that. So that's half my it. collection. Mm-hmm. Right? That's half my so, collection. But this newer generation, they don't care about any of that unless it's a collab or it's popularized so then you take an old shoe and you put the old with the new trying to catch the older generation and the younger generation on this shoe and collab with it and then you do this as some sort of marketing ploy or to drive the numbers or bring attention to it especially around the holiday season like it doesn't seem authentic it doesn't seem real the reason why I thought this was an interesting conversation was because I feel like we're in a no, I believe we're in a time where we can't get a lot of good marketing done without some controversy because of the lack of creativity. Yeah, because the commercials, remember, bud? Yeah. Boys? Yeah. That had us in school doing it. Yeah. Not I want my baby back, baby not back. Even yeah. like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no, there's no creativity behind, you know, because uh, these commercials were a hook to bring you into what the product was about. Bob had a baby. It's a boy. Yeah. Like there was none of that. There was creativity. And the crazy thing is, is you have hundreds of creatives online and you still lack creativity in the content to hook people in to get your product. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe that's difficult because maybe some of these creatives have outrageous prices and demands, but they're not getting paid. But you know what I'm saying is when I seen that, I was just like, damn, like this is like we can name hundreds of commercials that we've probably only seen maybe three to five times in our childhood and our teenage years because of the creativity or how catchy it was. And it's like, now it's just like, all Comedy right. factor. Okay, yeah. so, so maybe there's a transition that's happening. Um, oh, it happened. Well, there definitely is a transition that's happening, but I just don't know how um, exponential it is. Even he's allergic to the bullshit. Bless you, brother. Thank you. Go ahead, man. Um, I've been following uh, a few guys on YouTube and there's this cat, this young dude from Atlanta, and he does like thrifting, right? Mm-hmm. And for his page, like he just has a regular, he has a not a regular, but he has a vlogging camera. Mm-hmm. But the way in which he does his filming is pretty much regular. He's just filming himself, but the cinematography behind it. Mm-hmm. And he has um, a clothing brand. He has like a um, varsity jacket he made. Okay. And the creativity behind the marketing are like what you would consider maybe a commercial for that jacket is very creative and dope. And what I'm thinking is probably there's a transition to the what would be normal way of marketing things. So it's not like you're going and getting a traditional or maybe even a, a marketing company mm-hmm. or any of that. It's like people who are creating themselves like especially on instagram a lot of the companies that i'm buying clothes from on instagram on the algorithm it's the quality and stuff of the clothes but a lot of it is like the way in which they are marketing themselves the the photo the photography and the even just the videos and stuff they are they're putting effort into the art they're more intentional and it's Mm -hmm. being it's more creative and artistic it doesn't have to be wild and out there and like mm-hmm. very um, different, if mm-hmm. you per se. But there's definitely an intentional um, aspect behind some of the stuff that I've been seeing. So I think it's like maybe just a tr- um, uh, transit. 
transition from the type of media. So, you know, TV and uh, what we would say, like cable, television and stuff like that. It's no more. We, we aren't. Well, we're just not seeing it on TV, but ads are still being ran everywhere. Yeah, right? there's ads, but I'm just but like the, the person is, is creating their own a lot, kind of A market. lot of these companies and businesses have gotten away from some things and now they're getting into the understanding that it's really about branding. Mm-hmm. And a lot of companies moving forward, I, I read an article about companies investing more into the branding aspect of the marketing in 2024 because that's what really holds. Yeah. That's what that's what holds weight. That's what drives. That's what gains the focus and the attention. Mm-hmm. Like just out here just doing all type of stuff. It doesn't really hold weight if it isn't tied to the branding and it doesn't really stick out if it doesn't hit. Mm-hmm. You don't need a lot of money. To do. You understand I mean, what you I'm saying? Like, money. I mean, like, yeah. let's think about some of the brands out there that are, are are on a higher level of luxury. How many commercials do you see for Ferrari and Porsche? None. Never see a commercial for Ferrari. You be seeing Gucci and uh, Louis Vuitton commercials. Never see a commercial. Nope. No, because they have already established themselves from a branding standpoint, and they they maintain. I that barely see Costco consistent. commercials. I see them, but you know, what I'm saying, what I'm saying though is like you you brand yourself a certain way, you market yourself according to how you want to be branded and you stay in that lane and you continue to execute at a certain level a lot of companies have gone away from that just due to the fact of social media and influence and things of that nature it's like bro influencer marketing has come and gone because everybody wants to be an influencer like that that, yeah who's who's gonna be the the consumer quality (laughs) of those companies though is that they still do some level of marketing it's there's just difference there's a lookbook there's the different uh fashion shows but those things quality those things are catered to their the target demographic yeah. target demographic yeah. members their subscribers those who actually you know what I'm saying yeah. like Our, that's remember, who geared rem- towards remember you could see uh, you could look in a magazine and you would see a company like maybe it's a perfume company maybe it's a clothing company a high end co- clothing company mm-hmm. but just the visual of that yeah. how they f- photographed maybe even them wearing the clothing in a different like a lifestyle kind of thing yeah i think that still is very present in the way in which we um people are marketing their their companies and i think that part is it's going to be even more prevalent like the lifestyle thing is like yeah. if you can make it to look like it's part of some lifestyle and you can incorporate that into the marketing and it's not just like a your know, regular regular commercials or things i think that's what i'm finding more um that's pulling me to a company like if i see that they have like some creative f- f- photography or whatever it's not even creative maybe it's like looks mm-hmm. vintage or something like that then i kind of find like some more interest in it rather than it just being you know regular shit i don't know i guess what i'm saying is that there's a way in which companies or brands can market themselves uh-huh. uh, being like more of the cliche um uh yeah I just think that I think that a lot of companies that were titans are now getting really desperate. And it and depends on what kind of companies we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I do. I do think a lot of them are getting desperate. And I, I just think that, you know, where we're at, the reason why that's happening is because, like, you know, you said earlier, Jelani, there's a lot of people are holding on to their money now. So now, because people are holding on to their money and they're not just being enticed by whatever things that you're putting in their face, you're really going to have to say, all right, how can I get this person who's holding on to that dollar for dear life to let it go? And, I, and so now they're just throwing everything and the book at, at the consumer because they're desperate. 
You know what I'm saying? It's just like he was he was telling me about Nike. Nike was going crazy. You know, they got this deal and, and that deal, like on the last episode. <laughs> it, Bro, it was, just, it was a just deal like every day. Every, yeah, just different. Like, it's almost like sales were overlapping. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was because it's fourth quarter, right? Oh, so they didn't get, God. you know, yeah. fourth quarter of sales and then this, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, uh, Christmas Some season. Tuesday, they got a Tuesday yeah, now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I started playing around like they did a West Coast Wednesday. Like, you know, <laughs> they, like, they're, they're, so, they're trying so many ways mm -hmm. to get sales and to drive you to the site to look at what they have because they've, in a sense, flooded the market and they put so much out here without receiving all of that back because times have shifted. Oh, now. yeah. And... Sneakers aren't a priority like that. No, they're not. They're, they're really, especially, especially with the lack of quality and the outlandish colorways that have been released as of late. It's, and then it's like, when I was looking, I'm like, why are y'all releasing white and light colored shoes in the midst of fall and winter? Yeah. It's crazy. Not only that, but like, I think. out of season. I, not, now people are like, what do I need this for? Like, for, for the first time, I think a lot of people are like, what do I need this for? What do I have to buy this for? I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And now money. Practicality. Yeah. Man. It's, it's important. It, it's very important. Just as important it is for us to get up out of here. We Just maintain your kicks. Bring them to me. I got you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Get your shit cleaned up, man. Yeah, man. We shall retire. Until next week. We shall retire from Anyway, henceforth, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, follow us. You know, let us know what you think in the comments. I'm always down for a little bit of a debate. So is Jelani. Um, Don't try to debate with me. Yeah, he's not going to do all that. You don't want to debate I'm, with the party. I'm not really going to debate either. I'm going to just tell you how you're wrong. See, we all got our different ways, man. Anyways, we thank you for listening to the Notion Podcast. I'm your host, Dizzy D. Spill, with my co-host in the building. Jelani Evans, Farmer Poe. Until next time. Peace.